Hello? Hey. Hey. It didn't even ring. That's so weird. That is weird. It was. I just looked at it and saw missed calls. It was doing that sonar sound when I tried to call you before, you know? Weird. Yeah, very. Huh. So, at least the connection sounds clear. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) That's very strange. It must have been, like, muted or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. That's okay. We're here now. That's what matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. As always, I'm your host and recovering Christian, Matt Peters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you got some shit to work out, bud. Yeah, you know, and this podcast does help. I need to thank you before we go any farther. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what an awesome friend Lex is. Lex <laughs> sent me this box of stuff. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, shit, what did I do? Because uh-huh. I've already forgot. Yeah. I, I do something like that. I'll send something out, and I'll be like, no, unless I need to remember, it's out of my brain. <laughs> yeah, same here. But what, what's great is Lex sent me this care package, and um, a lot of it is super thoughtful. Um, she sent some various teas, uh, you know, for me to try out because she's she's a tea addict. Uh, she sent me Order some. Order is more like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that too. She sent me a, a Black Panther action figure uh, from the Marvel Legends uh Hasbro line. And I wanted to ask you about this. You sent me a um a picture of uh, a a hand drawn picture of Ben Grimm that says yeah. Hi buddy. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to ask who was the artist on this? Who did this? Oh that was me. Oh no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just a little sketch. Oh that's cool. Well I'm gonna yeah. post a picture of this uh you know for the socials and everything so people can see. You have a good eye for art. And I sincerely appreciate this care package here. Dee got her, um, her, her, uh, coffee koozie, her, her coffee, coffee cuff, as I call it. Um, and I know that some of this stuff is, is stuff you want to get out of your house because you're cleaning, but everything else, I, <laughs> I yeah, It was just the Black Panther. I, I specifically was asking you about the Black Panther figure because I had uh, the packaging and everything. I was like, do you have this? Do you want this? <laughs> Um, everything else you. was already set aside. So wow. it's, it's real sweet. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So yeah, you know, that's the type of person Lex is. We, you know, it's, it's tis the season, as you all know, uh, as ambiguous as that can possibly be. Um, you know, after speaking about, uh, religion and stuff like that at length at the beginning of the episode, I just want to wish you all a happy, merry, whatever, whatever it is you celebrate at this time of year. I hope you enjoy it. And I'm thankful for every single one of you, all our listeners. You know, we've had a great response to the show over this past year. I would say we're we're coming up on a full year. It's coming up on a full year. And I know we're going to be even more like introspective once we get to uh, the the, the episode, the episodes closer to the new year. But yeah, right now I'm just like super thankful because, you know, the Patreon, uh, you guys have been super generous to us and we sincerely Mm -hmm. appreciate that. Um, you know, we, we had uh, a couple people even commenting about the, um, the Patreon exclusive, uh, playlist that you put in there today, the, the Christmas playlist. So, oh, yeah. 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 We'll do things like that every once in a while. We'll post like exclusive. Matt's done it before. You did like a fall playlist. Yeah. I did the it's fall, time. y'all. And you took the, right. uh, the, the winter playlist this time well, around. Yeah. Because I was going to do that and then I got super busy. So I was like, okay, Matt can have that. I'll make a separate playlist at some point <laughs> in the future. So I, yeah. uh, 
Uh, yeah, I made like a Christmas e playlist that's not. Um, I mean, like there are what ten Christmas songs, so it's not like they're not songs you've heard, but they're hopefully not ones you hear every single year when you go to the store, kind of thing. Right, right. We're not gonna make you lose Lamageddon. Don't worry about it. Nah. Nah. Um, nah. But yeah, our patron patrons patrons roll out. Um, our patrons. We, uh, we release special stuff for you guys, like, uh, you know, the playlists and many episodes we have. In fact, we're recording one, uh, later on. We'll tell you more about that as the show proceeds. Yep. And also, we let you folks know before anybody else about the, uh, the t-shirt shop that we just opened up through mm-hmm. Threadless. Um, and we've already got some orders coming through there. So thank you guys <laughs> once again for that. Um, that's merch, 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 merch. <laughs> <laughs> that's huge. But the only way that you can get the Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure official mug, the mug with our mugs, is yeah. by joining the Patreon group. That's the only way. That and our sticker, our logo sticker. We still have the exclusive, um, what is it? Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. Other. Well. The uh, Blockbuster-esque sticker. <laughs> yeah, if you go to patreon.com slash Lex and Matt, you will see all of the options for that. Um, that's the only way you gain access to the secret Facebook group, uh, all that stuff. So right. there's cool things at every tier, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we appreciate all the support, everything you guys do. I am just humbled by the fact that so many folks are just so... Um, you know, enthusiastic about our little show I'm here. I'm not. It makes me grow more arrogant every day. <laughs> you have become a little bit of a prima donna lately. I've been meaning to tell yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Think about the prima donna. You don't care. <laughs> that is I pretty cool. My goddamn Evian. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of the best thing about being a prima donna. You don't give a fuck about that. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I know. Ego yep. on ten. Don't care. <laughs> well, yep. Right on. So, <laughs> so all right, you guys have heard the spiel. Let's get down to what you came for. Let's get down to the show. Yeah. Oh, I was okay. Making it a little creepy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it if my natural speaking voice creeps you out. All right, it's just me. This is how I do. Uh, yeah. This podcast was a poor idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you were freaking out about this ET ad. Oh, we're gonna start there. We're gonna start yeah, there with this motherfucker. Look, okay, guys. All right, here's what's gonna happen right now. Uncle Matt's gonna swear a lot, and I apologize <laughs> in advance if that sort of thing offends you or hurts your delicate How sensibilities. Are you listening to this podcast, never mind. Okay, yeah, but but I'm going to swear a lot because fuck that alien. All right, fuck that goddamn alien. And his nudist, inconsiderate ass. <laughs> if he even has one, who knows? Who knows if this I alien has I don't understand what's wrong with you. Okay, okay. Like, okay. E.T. is a fun, sweet movie about friendship. Nope. It's about friendship. It's about a little alien that came to Earth and destroyed a family. That's, That's what it's it. about. No. No, absolutely not. He made the family better. They were destroyed before the movie. Excuse me. Excuse me. No. This family... Your father abandoned them. You know what? You know what? All right, fine. I'll let you have that. 
They weren't the best family in the world, but you know what they didn't have? A mooching, naked alien in their shed. Disagree. <laughs> you think they had an alien in the shed that whole time? No, no, I disagree that he was mooching. He brought friendship. He he bought liability. <laughs> he brought the government to their front door. <laughs> I'm so mad you I'm coughing. You hear this? You yeah. hear this? Yeah, you know what? I don't understand this E.T. hatred. Okay. I love E.T. Okay. What's it's adorable? A movie. What's what adorable fuck? about E.T.? What What is the appeal of He's this got monster? Sweet eyes. No. And he dresses up like a girl. And he has fun. And he plays with Drew Barrymore. Okay. 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 Let's 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 focus on that he for gets a second. Drunk. Let's... He's a drunk little baby alien, and then what? he gets the little kid drunk. That's hilarious. This sounds like an elderly man. He's naked, he's drunk, he hits on Drew Barrymore, and then he just leaves you with nothing but heartache and a bill. That is a drunk uncle right I there. I think that you, you, first of all, you sexualize the relationship between E.T. and Drew Barrymore in a very disturbing way, and I yeah, don't here. know what psychologically is involved with I that. Don't, I don't know how old E.T. was at the time. I am not shaming. E.T. was friends with them. God, you're so good. You got something wrong with you. No, man. You know what's wrong? E.T. is wrong. Okay. okay. I want to hear from other people because this has been a debate that you and I have had for fucking years. Mm-hmm. This has driven me nuts for years. E.T. is a sweet story of friendship and family. All right. And divorce so also. But <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk about your let's talk about your point. Let's rewind for a second here. Talking about him dressing up like an elderly woman with lipstick and all that stuff and hiding amongst the stuffed animals, which was creepy as fuck. Okay, look, E.T. knows that clothes exist. He looks around. He sees people wearing clothes everywhere, all around him. He puts clothes on. He takes them clothes off. Now, he de- why are you so obsessed with clothes? He's a fucking alien, man. Exactly. He has no external genitalia to see. Like, I there's no ca- reason why he should wear. What do you want? I don't look, understand what you want from him. Look, if you go to an alien planet, if you go to another culture, you try to honor their culture by participating in their social norms. E.T. was like, nope, fuck that. I don't like pants. I don't like shirts. I'm not going to wear them. So he doesn't. And you know what the motherfucker did? 27 years go by. He went home. He went all the way home, decided to come back, didn't knock on the front door, showed up in Elliot's backyard, scared the fuck out of his kids. And guess what? The motherfucker was naked. This is so weird. Like, so when you watch, <laughs> when you watch, like, a movie with a dog or something like that, you're like, that dog is naked. If the dog could talk and understand human concepts like clothes, yeah, it'd be a little weird if the dog was still naked. What? God damn, this is, <laughs> I mean, the insights into your psyche with this are baffling. I'm telling you, it's like, okay, there's no other ETs around on Earth, right? So, with dogs... Why are you holding the, this alien to the standard of, like, <laughs> weird cultural human, you must be dressed in X, Y, and Z thing? It's very because weird. he... Okay, so even on Star Trek, even on Star Trek, when they go, when they approach a planet, when they approach a civilization to get them to join Starfleet, they dress in their garb. 
E.T., understandably, he was lost, apparently. I was going to say, he wasn't, like, trying to recruit them. He was... <laughs> He was messed up. Like he was Why was he even there? Why was E.T. even here? It was an accident. Why? Clearly. What was he doing near our solar system? Oh, my God. They never explained that. And then when they came to pick his ass up, you know what his punk-ass friends did? They left. They just took him, and they left. No explanation. No, hey, man, sorry about the damage here. We're going to go ahead and peel you off some of this, like, you know, gold or something. That's what? important on our planet. Here, this should cover this the damages. This is fucking trying to pay a troll? What are you talking <laughs> about? They don't need to, like, pay a fucking pass? They can I put together understand. a space... I'm saying, look, if they can put together a spacefaring vehicle, then they have the common sense to understand that this... This naked motherfucker <laughs> caused all this havoc to the point where their government is chasing after them. Elliot had to take 27 years of therapy to get over the fact that he, above all other human beings on this planet, befriended the first alien to come to Earth. That's fucked up. And you know what? Oh, my God. People probably ridiculed him and called him a liar, and the government probably tried to cover it up. So 27 years later, this asshole shows back up out of nowhere, still naked, scaring his children, sits on his couch, eats his popcorn, and then leaves again. Wow. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> E.T.'s a great movie. This is your, your argument is whatever. Fuck off. No. Because I don't know how to argue with your weird standards. Like, your weird standards for this alien my in a standard, kid's movie. My standard is pants. That shouldn't be that hard. Even in Mac and Me. Which is fucking the, <laughs> none of the fucking ducktails wear pants, motherfucker. That's a different world what? completely. Oh my god. Every fucking time you try to make this a podcast about ducks and you're and now you're like, well no, the ducks don't need to wear pants. Don't Fuck bring the ducks into this. If he has to wear pants, then those fucking ducks have to wear pants too. First of all, some of the ducks do. Secondly, oh, they're not hanging not around humans. Some is not enough. <laughs> They can't be walking around naked. They can't. They gotta. They gotta wear goddamn pants. No, man. No. Okay. Because that's their cultural standard. Some of them get to wear pants. Some of them don't want to wear pants. It's up to them. Well, by that argument, then that's the same standard humans have. Like some people are nudists. They there don't were, wear pants. Wherever, wherever this whole story took place, that didn't happen there. There were no nudists in this little like rural. Colorado, whatever wintry place they were in. No, that wasn't happening. I am not being a hypocrite. You give the ducks a free pass. Look, I'll tell you this. If E.T. was in Duckburg, okay, fine. No pants, but a shirt. Yeah, but a shirt. (laughs) Mildly infuriating. (laughs) (laughs) Say the least. Please. Uh, it is kind of it is kind of funny. Like they don't wear pants. But they don't wear pants. When and they don't. Half of your argument against ET is <laughs> that he's naked. And yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me. Half of the argument is pants. The other half is a shirt. I was just about to say it's funny how when the ducks like get their shirts removed, they're like all of a sudden cognizant of, oh, I'm naked. I don't understand what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, this is like. Oh, so confusing. Okay. Mm, mm. Okay, okay. okay. 
Like, All yeah, I'm fuck. saying is, <laughs> ET is a monster. Why am I like? Why is my blood pressure through the roof? I don't know. It's. <laughs> it's. I don't know why it's maybe uh, furious, like weirdly. You know this about me, Lex. There's no surprise here. You know how I feel about ET. I I do, but like your arguments in the past of like it's a horror movie. It scared me. I'm like, okay, I can see that. <laughs> but this one's like he doesn't wear pants. I'm no. Like, because, I'm sorry, fucking look, what? The commercial opened my eyes to some inconsistencies about this alien that I didn't see before now. I love everything and everybody, but you know what? That okay, is a, a mooching asshole, okay? Alright, well that's a lie, but whatever. I'm saying, if he represents his, his people or whatever, he's a bad representation of his people. No manners. Isn't he supposed to be? Never mind. I can't do it. <laughs> God damn it. I think he's supposed to be a little kid, like a kid version, too. That's why he connected, right? I guess. I didn't really look into it deep enough to know all that. No, you were just evaluating the cultural significance of him wearing <laughs> pants. But you didn't think the rest of it through. <laughs> that you was my beginning. About how he's a drunk uncle. We got stuck on pants. But <laughs> you're talking about him walking around. And women's clothing, and women's clothing, which I'm not judging, but getting drunk, and then like getting like super like, I don't know, weird around army people. Yeah, no, I'm out. Oh, I'm out. okay. He's on the planet because I'm refreshing myself because I haven't seen it in a few years. It's a small group of alien botanists. Mm. They're visiting Earth to gather a plant, and they're doing it at night. Government appears, and they have to basically run away quickly. Mm-hmm. Et's left behind. I see. I see. Let's go back. So, okay, all right. So, so he's basically that. like Ego, the Living Planet, when he left that plant here in Guardians of the Galaxy Two, and so they're trying to take over the Earth by like planting. No, no, they're gathering plants mm. and taking them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Okay, I didn't see them like. <sighs> all right, I'm already tired of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's, it's, it, it is weirdly exhausting. It is. It is. Because it's like, E.T. is so underdeveloped just as a character. It's hard for me to, like, become endeared to him or find any type of, like, foothold. Because, like, even the even in the commercial, it's the holidays. You would think Elliot would invite his sister over to see E.T. again or at least to be like, ha, I told you. I didn't make him up. You know, because she was young enough to think that it was a figment of her imagination, imaginary friend or something like that. I mean, she might be dead. She might be dead. She might be in an insane asylum. We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. All right. Pick another subject and move the fuck on. (laughs) Let's talk about something less controversial. Let's talk about um, known friend of E.T., Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. Less <laughs> controversial. Yes. <laughs> so um, yes. I feel like there's there's been a question, and we've talked about this, either on a mini episode or not, but, like, there's been questions in the era of, is Johnny Depp a piece of shit? Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and that's been a thing that people have been going back and forth on with Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp is now producing a musical about Michael Jackson as told by his glove. 
Production this... is described as a fresh revisionist look at the strange mm. forces that shaped Jackson and the scandals that bedeviled him. Wow. Bedeviled. Um, yeah. So this is this is happening, apparently. And uh and Johnny Depp, uh I don't know, maybe he's like, you know what, I got a bad reputation too. Why don't I take on Hmm. Michael Jackson, which is another case of like people refuse to believe accusations. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't understand. Well, I mean, I do. It's, it's the whole like pie it's piper. It's for the love of a glove. That's catchy. That's awful. It is. Everything it's about this catchy. is terrible. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent terrible. Johnny Depp, man, I don't know. What transpired in his life? Yeah, I do. It's the, it's the constant praise. That's what, it, that's, that's kind of what did it. He was always he, scummy. Yeah. But he got more emboldened with his scumminess once people started praising him just unabashedly for his, you know, coming to children's hospitals and dressing up like the characters and all that well, stuff. When I was like a kid, everyone was attracted to him. Yeah. Because it was like, Pirates of the Caribbean and Shock a Lot and like everything like that. And they were like, Ooh, yeah. Johnny Depp. And I was yeah. like, Ooh, why? He was, he now, was there dirty. Are reasons for that, but I stand by yeah. my why statement. <laughs> he was dirty. He was the bad boy. He was like the Norman Reedus of the day, you know? He always better. That's what I'll say. Like he looks like Johnny Depp, but I haven't heard any problematic things about him. No, I, I've heard nothing but good things about Norman Reedus and I hope that doesn't change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. think there's a i, I haven't but yeah like, uh, yeah johnny Depp just looks like he smells awful yeah absolutely and the whole thing with um i mean i know a lot of people started jumping ship with the whole thing with him and his and his ex-wife and all that stuff yeah. but from the time that he started trying to um validate the fact that he was cast as tonto in the lone ranger movie i yeah. i just started to just kind of like Take a take a closer look at the dude. Like something's awry here. I don't understand, you know, what's going on in his head. But it ain't right. Sorry. And that's yeah. And, and like that, I remember that being a thing. Yeah. And that was before people were really getting upset over True. stuff. Like it was it was right before. I mean, I'm not saying people weren't upset. Of course they were upset. And like. Yeah. But like the culture that we have now where you couldn't even get that movie made, really. Like yeah. the boycotting would begin immediately. Um that I remember being one of the first ones where I'm like, oh, like this movie bombed. I yeah. wonder if that had anything to do with this thing. I, I mean it was it was a trash movie too, but Yeah, I think that, it was part of it. I yeah. Know, whole thing. Yeah, I don't understand the point of this. Other than he's trying to redeem Jackson. Like, what else, What other point could you have to making a musical? Puppet? Yeah, yeah. I feel bad, like, and it's, it's weirdly um, just, it's strange that it comes back to Kevin Smith, you know? Like, okay. I feel bad for Kevin Smith because his daughter is, like, best friends with Johnny Depp's daughter, you know? And right. it's got to be, like, a weird position for them to be in, knowing that this dude is just... uh 
Not just quirky, I mean, but he's he's got he, some issues. Like, his his daughter like stood by him through all that. So clearly he's I'm sure that they would all feel like on his side because they know him. Yeah. But, yeah. And I mean there's some awful people that have done some awful things that have a very close knit group of folks around them. I mean, there's still right, some people they don't that, see that like they don't let them see that or yeah. whatever. Like, Not only that, but can find ways to cover shit up. And I mean, this is this kind of like delves into the whole cancel culture conversation too. At least the way that I that I think about it. So I understand that you know people have families, people have friends. Um, they're gonna forgive them. They're gonna try to help them grow. They're gonna try to help them move on. Right. Um, it's not my job, and I'm not saying that in a flippant manner. I'm just saying like I I personally have no connection with a Johnny Depp or uh, a Louis C.K. or anybody of that ilk uh, in order to help them change as a person. So I'm not about to uh, ride or die for them. I'm going right. to let their ride or dies ride or die for them because I've got no connection to them. I just don't want to watch people who harass people do comedy and just act like everything's okay. Yeah. It, it's just, it's a baffling choice. It is. Um, Particularly when he's still, like, I mean, I guess he hasn't really faced any consequences for that, so never mind. I was going to say, um, like... Which one? Uh, Johnny Depp? Yeah, Johnny Depp. That's what I mean. Not not, uh, What's-His-Face. Yeah. Louis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that's a really stupid thing that's happening. That's Um, a really stupid thing. But I, I just... That, like, okay, the abusers part aside, which I know we can't really separate, the concept is really stupid, too. Yeah. The concept, even if, like, every party involved was cool. Right. Let's let's take Johnny Depp. Take Johnny Depp completely out of the situation. Let's talk about playwright Julian Nitzberg, who wrote this musical. Yeah. for For the love of a glove, an unauthorized musical fable. About the life of Michael Jackson. So it's like a shit also, sandwich. Also, unauthorized is shocking considering that family is doing nothing but trying to redeem his image now. That's very true. That's very true. But you know what? The fact that it's unauthorized gives me hope that at least it's going to be cognizant it of the reputation. Yeah. This could be something that actually does address, you know, the the way that the world sees Michael Jackson now versus, you know, just, oh, hey, here's some great songs from his catalog. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, but, like, there was already a documentary <laughs> that gave yeah. more than enough insight to, uh, hey, maybe don't make a fucking whimsical tale about this guy. You know? Right, right, right. And the glove, the picture, the little teaser poster of it, yeah. The glove has a little smiley face in the palm, and it's just like, hey, no, no, it's not okay, little glove. It's not going to be all right. I can't imagine how the um, the survivors who dealt with it, like the two men that came forward, how they, and those are the ones who came forward. Right. Like, how they're dealing with everything since, including stuff like this. Right. It must be horrible. God damn. Man, I I can't imagine just being haunted. And I mean, you know, people go through this. Women go through this. Uh, some men go through this. But just seeing someone who abused you, seeing how they're celebrated. Not only that, but just seeing how the entire world is oh just God. swept yeah. up in their work, in their life, in, in their life's work. It's yeah. just it's 
It would drive me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I don't. Yeah. Oh, God, it's awful. Right. Uh, like, I mean, there are people who have done me wrong that I never want to see again in my life. Right. You know, and not that I wish ill upon anybody, but just like, I just don't want to absorb that. I mean, that. you do, but yeah. like, you know. <laughs> it just, it always reminds me of my favorite line for Mad Men or my favorite moment for Mad Men. I don't even know who you are. Exactly. Oh, was that oh, it? Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's not that. No, he, okay. the, it's him and Pete in the elevator. It's it's Don and Pete in the elevator. He goes, yeah. you know, what do you even think about me? He goes, I don't I don't really think about you at all. Yeah. That's yeah. just like spot on. I yeah. When he's like, I don't think about you at all. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he pretty much guessed it right on the money. But yeah. yeah I, like, I misquoted it because I need to rewatch that show. But <laughs> uh, excuse to rewatch it. Yeah. I love uh, that. That's the that's the match that lit the fuse. Like, all right. Time to rewatch. Oh no, it's been that way for a while. I've been like stopping myself from revisiting <laughs> that show. But yeah. So yeah, I mean, just just being around somebody that you dislike, but then that person turning up and being like a celebrity, Ugh. a beloved celebrity, or at least someone whose uh, whose musical catalog is still celebrated to this day. It's like um, you know, when you're at the Disney parks and they play Zippity Doodah, it's like motherfucker. <laughs> You'll never yeah. show this movie again. You know you can't let it out of the vault, but you'll yeah. just spam the shit out of that song, though. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're all over the map tonight. I know. <laughs> you saw? So you did you see Knives Out? I did see Knives Out. Okay, yes. I haven't seen it. Okay, so I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody. I didn't think you would, but no, but yeah, I I loved every performance in this film. Everybody chewed the scenery. Um, the only major issue I had with Knives Out. Now this is one of those whodunit type issue? movies. Just one major issue. One major issue was Daniel Craig's accent. He tried to do a uh, a very Kentucky esque type of accent, oh. just a very American's role, and it's so weird seeing that come out of his face. But was um, it a good accent? No, it oh sounded like. Oh my god, that may I mean that's almost <laughs> worth the ticket price alone. I love yeah when like uh, acclaimed actors do shitty accents. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm now, so excited. If I had to compare it to something, it's it's kind of got that same self uh, aware goofiness as Clue does, you know, right? And that totally works for this film. Okay. And I agree with you. I was telling Dee this on the way home from the theater, too. Like, it really seemed like Daniel Craig's bad accent was just so you wouldn't take him seriously. Because, it might have been a choice. Right. Like, that that I, British I accent. That. Yeah. The British accent is like, okay, you know, this is James Bond. You're going to listen to mm-hmm. everything he has to say. But because he bought himself in with that Kentuckian accent, yeah. it kind of put him on the same level as, like, Lakeith Stanfield or, yeah. Yeah, and everybody else that's in the movie. Um yeah, it's when it's they, when they had that first cast. trailer and they had Chris Evans being like, "Eat shit, eat oh, shit, definitely man. eat shit." I was like, <laughs> "I'm sold on this movie." Yeah, like, I definitely want to see it because the cast is incredible. But like that, I w- I was like that scene. Yeah. Oh my god! So I was a uh, I was so hyped for this movie when I saw the trailer for the first time at um, Alamo Draft House when we went to L.A. Yeah, and it, it was it was uh, this trailer back to back with Ready or Not. Which is another type of movie. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Like similar. 
Yeah, it's kind of got that same vibe to it. And I'm like, man, these movies coming out so close together, they can't be good for either one of them. And I think, unfortunately, I'm right about it because I was like so psyched to see Ready or Not after this as, uh-huh. uh, you know, I'm like, okay, now on the Ready or Not, when is that coming out? It, it came was already out. out. Yeah. And yeah. it is, it is on video now. <laughs> like yeah. this, this Friday, it's coming out on DVD. So. Right. Yeah, um, I think it's already on digital too. So right. yeah, I mean, um, I don't think they ever ever expected that movie to be like a big thing though, because it was right. like a horror film. It looked like it was a little bit more of a in between movie. Whereas Knives Out, they have clear expectations based on the director and the cast involved. Yeah, but whereas, if you liked, um, yeah. if you like Clue, uh, you're looking to see some some movie of that type of ilk. You know, definitely a, a good little whodunit. Hmm. Um, Knives yeah. Out is great. I really enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah. So uh, that gets my seal so of approval. Speaking of trailers, Black Widow trailer came out today. Yes, yes, it did. I was, I, or it's not a trailer; it's a teaser. It's yes. a teaser. Um, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I felt like it looked cool. Uh, David Harbor looks badass. <laughs> I hope this is the one that does it for David Harbor. You know. I felt bad for him after Hellboy because it seemed like he was really excited to play Hellboy and that movie flopped. And he I even seems I want to know a mistake that I think they made with that movie. What's that? So he, when he was doing the interviews and stuff, he was talking about how he wanted to get ripped and, yeah. like, and like become Hellboy. And the, the people behind the scenes were like, nah, it's easier to just put you in a suit and like then you don't have to get the makeup done. It'll take less time. It's easier. Yeah. And I think that them losing the publicity of him becoming jacked was really <laughs> bad for that movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes because sense. I think it would have been like, oh my god, he'd be on like the cover of Men's Health and like it would have right. been a lot of advertising for that movie and everyone cuz every time these movies come out, they they want to ask about that. They want to know about that. They want to know like how many chickens did you eat or whatever the fuck their routine is. <laughs> right. I mean, right. that's like half the fascination with the rock. So I think that that was a huge mistake on their part where they're like, no, it's easier. Let's just, it's easier on you and this. And he wanted to do it. Yeah. But they were telling him this was the, the easier way. So I think that that just deflates the enthusiasm from yeah all last, like all corners here. That's a very good point. I didn't really consider that, but I, I really think that the other thing that that movie had against it was the fact that, the the original cast uh, from the other yeah. Hellboy films is, is just so beloved, you know. Right. It I was mean, too soon for a reboot too. Absolutely. Like, we can't we can't argue, you know. <laughs> this reboot would have been perfect if only. No. Yeah, like, yeah. There are some things that we're ready for reboots of, and there are some that we're not. We're not ready for that. I was disappointed with the fan base being so adamantly against it, though. I mean, we live that in a world stupid. where yeah. Batman, you know, come back to back like fucking. You know, a roll of paper towels. You're done with one, you just pop on the next one. Yeah. And, Did uh, you see someone talking about, speaking of this, I'm sorry, yeah. real quick, but they were talking about Charlie's Angels and they were like, it's too soon for a rebate or uh, uh, a reboot. And <laughs> uh, someone was like, you've had 20 Spider-Men. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, that we should have one reboot of Charlie's Angels. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, but okay, so. <laughs> Also, with with Hellboy, you know, with everything going on with Selma Blair, of course, everybody was, you know, pulling for yeah. her and everything. And she was a big part of those movies. And yeah. so just seeing her and, um, oh, my goodness, uh, 
Ron Perlman? Ron Perlman. Just seeing oh. how they were just talking online about, you know, just loving that and loving those times, loving the characters. It's like, yeah, we love those times, too. We may not have shown up for the second one, but we still oh. loved it. <laughs> it's kind of like the Ghostbusters thing, you know? It's like everybody yeah. loves Ghostbusters. Everybody, like, remembers fondly. They sing the song. Ain't nobody singing every little step I take from Bobby Brown from the sequel. That That's a true Ghostbusters fan right there. You got to know. I yeah. know about Bobby Brown, but you don't. Yeah. No, I <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh so the Black Widow trailer. I think it I think it looks pretty good. I mean I I wanted to see a Black Widow movie. So Yeah. You know, I don't I don't really give a shit about Hawkeye, but I have cared about Black Widow. I think she has a very interesting backstory. Um I dig her in the comics. I really liked Brew Baker. When she mm. was with Bucky Cap, okay, and like she was very a big part of that run. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm super curious to see how they uh, explain it to the fans when this movie right. takes place. Right. Because there's so much confusion online right now. I see people are excited for it, um, but some people are a little confused, thinking that this means she's coming back. And before I go yeah. any further, I'm sorry that was Bobby Brown with On Our Own uh, from Ghostbusters too. Anyway. People are confused, thinking that this happens. It's like, oh, this is the kickoff of Phase 4, and this is her coming no. back to the land of the yeah. living. And No, no, she's still dead. No, it's confusing. Um, yeah. I think that I, I, don't, I, I have confidence that they'll be fine, though. Like, <laughs> it's Marvel. They yeah. are good at doing that stuff. It's right. just confusing because it was only a teaser trailer. Yes. Well, Like, I half mean, of that footage might not even be in the movie. I hope not. I love when that happens because you're still able to be surprised by what happens in the actual movie. Yeah, they're doing it more and more. Like, they film stuff now specifically for that. Yeah, yeah. My dream is just to have, like, little mini movies, the slices of just a nonstop balls out, like, 10 minutes of a, of a, of a, like a, a film. Just 10 minutes filmed nonstop action, right. throwing a little bit of story bits in there and just chop that up in bite-sized pieces to get your trailers. Like right. that's what I want. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. We'll um, see. I think they're getting pretty <laughs> smart about it. Like yeah. they've definitely learned lessons over the years of like showing too much in trailers <laughs> and everything like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I know that I, I know that Scarlett Johansson is criticized. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that, like, there's validity to that criticism. Um, and I agree with some of it. I disagree with other parts of it. But mm-hmm. I I don't want to, like, throw out this movie. Yeah. I mean, we've um, discussed that on this very show yeah, in times past, just the, the criticism that she receives. And we've given some of it. We've, like you said criticize the criticism in, in a way as well. Right. Because <laughs> there are guys out there who are just looking for excuses to just pounce on this and be like, oh, yeah, it's not going to be this. It's not going to be Wonder Woman. It's not going to be yeah, any good. And I, and I think that that's just how it's going to be yeah. for this. Like, like there, there are going to be people that just are not even, like, they're just, like, done with her and therefore this movie. Yeah. I mean, on my level of excitement, um, I'm basically at the point where it's like, I'm going to see a Marvel movie because it's right. a Marvel movie. 
I appreciate the work that Scarlett Johansson has done over this past decade and change now as this character. I mean, and, that's a really long time to play that character without even having your own film. Exactly. Crazy. And when, when you consider all the cameo work she's done in the other films too, I mean, that's, that is super impressive. Yeah. And, you know, she, she deserves a, a she deserves respect for that. So. I wonder um, if she's been in more than Robert Downey Jr. at this point. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But we can we can do the math on that I'm and curious. come back about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. You can keep going. Okay. But what I was getting at is the fact that like this movie in particular, I'm not as guarded when it comes to spoilers. I'm gonna see it. I know I'm gonna enjoy what's on the screen. I know it's gonna like, you know, plant seeds for things that are coming up. But I'm actually gonna take a different approach this time around. I am going to absorb as much of the build up to this as possible because I'm curious how the sausage is made for once. I don't want to block anything out. I want to know what makes it into the film. I want to see interviews. I want to see like, you know, behind the scenes little snippets. I want to see the Byron Allen stuff that comes on at midnight on channel, uh, on NBC (laughs) where they have that weird interview where it's like they cut to him and then they cut to her and he's not even really in the same room as her, but somehow the interview continues. So I don't know. I'm, 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 cautiously optimistic about the film but i am also going to use this as an experiment to see how the marvel machine works you know just being saturated saturated with it okay i found someone did like a questions and answers um as of someone said on here as of avengers endgame Mm -hmm. chris evans has the most really with 11 that's interesting (laughs) i would have never guessed second is robert downey jr Mm-hmm. Uh, so for wait, oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry, sorry, Mister Media. So it's okay. Captain America, yeah, Avengers, Dark World, where he's Loki. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Captain America: Winter Soldier, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Ant Man: A Post-Credit Scene, uh, Captain America: Civil War, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Remember, he was in the PSA. Yes, yes. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, Captain Marvel, post-credit scene with Nick Fury. Okay. Uh, Avengers Endgame, and then Robert Downey Jr. has Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Avengers, Iron Man 3, Avengers, Civil War, Homecoming, Infinity War, Endgame. Yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think, um, Ant-Man should count for Chris Evans. Just because that little snippet that they showed at the end of Ant-Man, it was actually in, uh, you know, uh, Civil War. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. For me, is that, yeah, it, people seem to be debating this, but it seems like it's those two. It's between okay. those two. And that tracks. I mean, they're the most popular characters, so right. it totally tracks. But Natasha's got to be in there. Makes sense that, like, we we talk about Robert Downey Jr. being done, but like right. that makes sense for Chris Evans too. Like how much he is done. Let me tell you, I was just thinking when you were reading off that list, uh, I was reminded of the fact that at one point he said that he was burnt out and he was done being Captain America. Yeah. Uh, he was like, he I have this many, like four times too. Yeah, and he's like, at one point he was just saying like, I have this many appearances as Captain America left on my contract, right. and once that's done, I'm done. Yeah. But he had so many more appearances after that. I think he had like two left or something like that yeah. uh, after like uh, Civil War, I think. And it wasn't like small. It was full movies. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, Nick Fury had the the biggest uh, deal, if I remember correctly. It was right. it was him that was supposed to be like in the majority of these films to make the the most appearances, and that makes sense given who he is. So I think probably him and Natasha are tied for third. I would I would fathom a guess to say they're tied for third. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So uh, you're gonna go check it out. Sorry, I'm set my phone down. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's not on the level of these other movies for me, but yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, you know, I'm I'm sure it's gonna they're gonna give you something to enjoy. David Harbour is a, is a gem as yeah. well, you know, and I'm interested to see how they do the transition to the uh, to the new uh, uh, Scarlet Scarlet. Scarlet Witch, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. My God. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how this goes. Okay. So I'm looking at my stories at the end here, other than the chicken sandwich wars <laughs> continuing, <laughs> which is basically just McDonald's has gotten in the game. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of dry, just like their sandwich probably is. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I don't really care, McDonald's. I'm not buying no. into it. No, nobody trusts you, McDonald's. No. Yeah. So you can talk about these other things, then we can get into Wall of Weird, because we have two two f- stories for Wall of Weird. Funny okay. and... Huh? <laughs> and what? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. I want to talk about... Um, I want to talk about Godfather of Harlem. Um, because that show kind of caught me off guard. So uh, you, you watch a lot of stuff on, uh, on Amazon Prime uh, video. And I'm sure you've seen like an ad for this pop up. Uh, only problem is it's behind a, a, an additional paywall because it's part of the, the epics package. Um, you guys may remember a few months ago, I kind of talked about that, that Pennyworth show that, uh, they, they, uh, debuted. Uh, I went to go see the first episode, uh, at a theater, uh, here in Chicago and it was interesting. It wasn't enough to get me to pay for another streaming service, but. This Godfather of Harlem. So over over Thanksgiving, I went over uh, these families' place, and they always have a movie going or something like that. And it, you know, just usual like uh, gangster stuff, like uh, American Gangster, and, you know, Godfather, Goodfellas, that sort of right. thing. So this time around, they had on one, and it just like captivated me um, because it, it had uh, Forrest Whitaker, and Forrest Whitaker Whitaker is just an amazing actor. But the performance that I saw him putting off in this was just incredible. And it just held my attention so much. I'm like, what movie is this? I need to see more. I came in during the middle. I'm like, okay, when I get home, I'm going to look it up. We're going to rent it. Turns out it was a whole series. It was a whole like uh, season. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So God, Godfather of Harlem basically follows. Uh, it's, it's one of those true crime stories about Ooh, Bumpy Johnson. Of this. Okay, based sorry, in the ahead. 1960s. This cast is a who's who. Of like gangster movies, you've you've heard of them all before. You've seen their faces before. Uh, if you watch The Irishman on Netflix, which was three hours, um, I haven't seen it yet because <laughs> I know it's long and I can't concentrate at the moment. So yeah, I mean it's it's not your Pacinos and your De Niro's, but it's guys like um, uh, oh well, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. Oh um, yeah, yeah, Giancarlo Esposito is in it. Uh, it's got just such a great soundtrack. It, it pulls from, uh, songs of that era from the sixties and modern hip hop 
as well when it's appropriate. And they do make it work quite nicely. The flow is great. Um, it is a show for adults, so don't watch it around, you know, your kids yeah. or your parents, depending uh, <laughs> who's around. But basically, uh, the Amazon Prime deal that I saw through their through their app on my PS4 is like two ninety nine for a couple of months and then five ninety nine after that. I'm like three bucks. I'll watch ten episodes of Godfather of Harlem and then take a break, you know, until the next season comes on. And it was well worth it. I'm like two episodes out from the end and I loved every second of this. Huh. There's a, a an actor on here, Nigel Thatch, that plays Malcolm X. This is the best casting of Malcolm X I've seen on screen, and that's including really? Denzel Washington. Yes, huh. yes, 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 yes. I don't want to oversell this for anybody, but when I, I mean, tell I you, I've heard of it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but when I tell you that, like, I've I've been captivated by this since Thanksgiving. Like, I've missed wrestling to watch this. That's how seriously I'm invested in this show. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And, I mean, yeah, coming coming from me, I yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if <laughs> we went to we went to see AEW live, but that's a that's another story for another time. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is just this is the business. I really really like this show. So check it out if you get a chance. Um. I don't think it's on uh anything but Epics right now. So if you're willing yeah. to make that investment, please do. If not, keep it on your radar when it's on DVD or Blu-ray. I was gonna say it'll it'll come out. In some yeah. way, I mean, you might be able to rent it or something elsewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like if if his name is recognizable, but uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, he he played Gus Fring on Breaking Bad. Oh Better Call Saul. yes, yeah. yeah. And he's um he plays a black minister uh, in this show, and he is just you want to hit him. You really want to just punch him right in the face. And that's exactly what this customer should be doing. Yeah. Customer. I'm sorry. This uh, character should be doing. Hold on a second. <laughs> I can hear D watching and reacting to my stories. Is that what it was? <laughs> that was her watching and reacting my to my story on Instagram. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what that was. Because, totally... and the only reason I know that is because I'm getting the notification of That's her. That's funny. On... That's, that totally threw me off my vibe. Yeah. <laughs> totally threw me off. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess it was time for me to move on anyway. All weird. All right. Oh, well, okay. All right. Well, w one more thing, one more thing, because yeah. this is something that was sent to us. Um, oh. <laughs> it was a, a light gun game, actually. And, uh, yeah, um, it's not often that I, I get something that I have to really, uh, deride like this, but we, we got this light gun game, yeah. uh, to try out. And it's, it's from this group called, um, Maxi. I think it is. I, I, I'm not prepared for this. Um, hold on a sec. You're probably better off not naming them. This is a break, everyone. Why don't you go ahead and take a deep breath. In and out. There we go. Yeah, so Mars... Uh, the, the name of the company is Mars, and it's basically like this light con, is what they call it. Um, so it's this universal light, light gun. It works for Xbox One. It works for PS4. They gave me the PS4, uh, uh, sure. games with it. But okay. 
Yeah. So it's like this whole kit that you have to hook up. So of course, VR is very popular right now. And like the, uh, the drumsticks that you get with the PS4 or right. like little like handlebars that you get with like the Oculus, those are like invoke. Everybody knows those. They're super easy right. to use, super easy to set up. This thing is not easy to set up. It comes with a camera that you would think faces you. Oh, no. It faces the television, and you have to calibrate it to line up exactly. There's no rhyme or reason to this, and there's a delay. There's also a long cord coming from your box, from your machine. I'm going to rephrase that. There's a long cord coming from your game system. <laughs> and it's, it's easy to, it's yeah, it's just a tangle of wires for something that's supposed to be wireless. Anyway, the games are trash. Don't waste your time. One light gun, the camera, and one game costs $99. Oh, my God. Oh, this is this is a train wreck. These games... Should we, should we tag them in the in this episode? No, I mean... I'm kidding. No, they, no, no, You know no, what? No. They need to learn that they got to do better than this for that type <laughs> of price. I was so, so turned off by this. It came with three games. You didn't pay, um, no, you didn't pay for anything, right? No, it came with three games. Voyage of the Dead. would, but yeah, okay. Right. Three games. Cubit's Quest, Voyage of the Dead, which is a zombie shooter, and then Big Buck Arcade. The most offensive of these three was the Big Buck Arcade. Now, I've played, like, you know, deer hunting games on actual arcade machines. It's got fast response. Um, You know, everything is a nice little presentation to pull in that crowd. This game has so much lag and and just needless trash. So every time that you start a round, I, it's in- I think this is funnier to me because you're like the nicest person in the world. So when you do like get, I mean, I'm just sitting here going, how bad does this have to be? It's either amazing, like ET. Yeah. And you're just fucking wrong. Or I'll the more you, likely scenario is it's just terrible. I'll tell you how terrible it is. There's okay, so we're still like in pre release for these games. Uh I guess they're coming out at some point this month if you're interested for some odd reason after this. Um yeah. So they're coming out this month. There's one group on PS4 right now for Big Buck for Big Buck Adventure Arcade or Big Buck Hunter Arcade. And it's basically just named This Game is Trash, I want a refund. Oh my and I didn't, god. I didn't start it. I saw it before I turned the game on. I'm like, huh, that can't be that bad. It's what is that it? bad. What is it's that called? bad. It's called Mars. The name of the company is Mars. And uh Yeah, it's this the 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 gimmick is called uh the Mars Lightcon Universal Light Gun. I'm just looking up the the like remote because I want to see what it looks like. And you know the worst thing about it? I can't even like give it away to like a flea market or, or like, you know, goodwill, even though I wouldn't curse somebody with this. Because they gave me download codes. They come with download codes. There's no physical disk. Oh my disc. god, this looks like this looks like a shitty <laughs> <laughs> This looks like a shitty version of the Nintendo. Like the old you know what? school. Yeah. It's it's not even no, I won't even give it that credit. I'll give it like why Sega does this Saturn. Have, it has good reviews on GameStop and mm, other websites. I don't it's trust like it. 4.7 out of 5. Nope. Man. No, and, no. Well, they're padding these. Don't trust it. I'm they're telling padding. you. Yeah, so... 48 reviews, Matt. 48 I'll reviews say, on 
<laughs> on uh, GameStop, and it's 4.7. I trust you more than these these fucking. You know what? I can I can even back that up. I tried to leave a bad review for something once on GameStop, and they told me that it uh, violated some type of uh, some type of usage rights or something like that. I didn't put any swear words in it. I was nice as possible explaining what my problems were with the game. It was one yeah. of the, uh, the WWE game that came out, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, no, sorry, we can't post this." Rejected. Yeah. Anyway, I can say one good thing about this whole experience: the actual light gun itself. Came with batteries. The oh, end. that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'll be better yeah. than that. Reviews, the, man. The light gun. The light gun has. Uh, it actually has a few different functions. So it's got the trigger, of course, but it has a button on the back. And there's one game where you're like controlling a dog, like a robot dog, and he's walking through like a construction site. And you make him jump by pressing the button on the back, and to reload. Um, you know, usually with these games, you would shoot off screen, but since it can't register that, you have to actually like pull back. Uh, you have to like cock it oh. to get it to reload. So okay. that's that's interesting. It's got a few yeah. like features, and it is move sensitive. My favorite light game or light gun game was on my original Xbox, oh. and it was House of the Dead or whatever. Yes. Yeah, it was like that. <laughs> it was a port or whatever of that, and then I got like a Mad Cat's like green controller like if you look up the old x i'm sure like it was just a yeah so i got those two and it was so much fun i was awful at it but i had so much fun yeah same um i love it was definitely like old arcade for sure yeah i love those games i i do love them more at the arcade themselves though just because you have the the experience as it was intended to be right there in front of you you know, yeah. um, stuff like time cop where you step on the pedal just to like go into, uh, into right. duck, right. duck mode or whatever. Um, stuff like, of course, duck hunt back on the old NES. Something as simple as that is still a lot more fun <laughs> than this Mars light con system. They gave me so harsh three guns with this thing because they expected me to have people over and play. D and I played for a little while. <laughs> And she was mad. Oh, she was yeah. upset that we were wasting our time playing this and we have things like Death Stranding and Control to play. <laughs> and yeah, I, I just, I want to apologize to myself for playing this, man. It, it just, it was a waste and it frustrated me so much. I, this is amazing. I, yeah. this is my favorite review ever. Yeah. I love it. I mean, there was even like a, a stereotypical black character in the Voyage of the Dead. Which I'm sure they were trying to go for like parody, but it was a little, a little offensive and a little. Oh my little, god! Yeah, just I the way he spoke. Everything else, this is like possibly racist. Yeah. Oh no, it's just you know, it's is lightly racist. It's, it's lightly seasoned with racism. Um, yeah. So I'm done with this. I'm not playing it again, and I wish I could give it away, but I can't because it is useless. Because I've already used the uh, redeem codes to play these games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, $99 down the drain. Can you imagine if somebody bought this home to their kid? Oh, my God, dude. All right, I'm done. I That's mean, it. the kids might be more easily satisfied, though, with it. I don't know, man. I mean, there's so much competition for, you know, your gaming time these days. Like I mentioned, the Oculus, they have so many price-to-own options for that. Even the the PlayStation VR, like this year, it's a buck ninety-nine. And it comes with five games. Yeah. So I, I don't I know. Mean, good lord. 
Yeah, there's so many other options out there for you to waste your money on. $99 <laughs> for a game and one gun, and if you want an additional gun, it's 30 bucks on top of that. Fuck that. Don't do it. Yeah. Do not uh, do it. I... I won't. I wasn't going to, but I definitely <laughs> won't now. Like, this is one of those things where I'm, like, determining, like, should I send it to Lex or should I send it here, you know, to review? And I knew you had, like, a lot of class stuff going on. So I'm like, I'll bite the bullet and try this Yeah, I, I would have never gotten the review done. So I'm yeah. glad you did that. All right. You know what? And now I'm definitely glad because I, I don't bet. want to <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you bet you're glad about this. This sucks. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay, so we're getting in a wall of weird. We're getting in a wall of weird. Okay, do you want me to start with funny, or do you want me to go with the weird, like the truly weird one? Let's go with the truly weird one and end on funny. Okay, and I have a theory for this, um, <clears throat> uh, as to what happened with this, and I think this will be solved because as of now, it's unsolved. Um, so in 2015, this man named. Mikel Vinu, I think is how you pronounce his name. Okay. Uh, he was killed. And his family is now offering a $10,000 reward to try to find out what happened. How, like, what happened? Because he died January 12, 2015. So coming up on five years. Um, so essentially, okay. So there were two tips to crime stoppers now mm-hmm. everyone knows what crime stoppers is where it's like you can report anonymously what's going on um and it's generally like a good thing but there were two tips that said that he who was 51 years old at the time was trafficking drugs oh so police basically try to pull him over and ended up shooting him Holy jeez. In, in the confusion and killed him. Mm. So this family is trying to, it, trying to find out who reported this, who gave this false report because he was not involved in any way. Um, so let's, I'm trying to find the exact. So basically plainclothes officers in an unmarked car were waiting for him. And uh, when he stepped off the train, because the tip was that he's getting off of the train and he's smuggling drugs. Oh boy. When he gets off this train. Um, and so the, these police officers like appeared in front of his, ended up appearing in front of his car and their guns were drawn and he began to drive off, probably freaking out because remember they're plainclothes officers. Like, he probably thinks they're getting robbed or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the confusion, like, people do crazy things. The He began to drive. The officers thought he was fleeing. They killed him. Holy shit. So, now this family is trying to figure out who gave these anonymous tips, but they're protected. Like, mm-hmm. by law. So, they're, try, they're, they're basically like, okay, send in another anonymous tip on this. I have a theory about this. I think that it's someone who knew him. Oh, wow. And I think that they did it as a prank, like swatting. No. I think that I, I, I really think that they sent in a fake, um, a fake tip thinking that they would scare the shit out of their friend and it would be a fun party story later. And Mm. he ended up dying and they are like guilt ridden hiding this. Like, 
completely hiding it. Oh. That's my theory with this. I don't Man. know if it's true because why else would this plain like this just normal guy like what I, there's no other reason why these this tips would come in for him. That's the part that like gets me about this particular story. Yeah. And so to me I'm like okay, and why wouldn't you know all these years later? Like, I, I just, I feel like there's so many weird parts to this. And that's why I was like, this is a wall of weird story to me. Um, I just, I feel like it might have been one of his friends thinking they were playing a great prank. Yeah. And went, and, and like, it went horribly wrong. See, so, all right. In situations like this, what do you do? Like, if you, if you make that type of mistake. Oh, I have no fucking clue. Okay. So put I, yourself I put yourself in these shoes for a second. It's you a know, horrifying shoes to put myself in, but okay. Now knowing you as I do, I don't yeah. believe you'd be the type of person to do a practical joke like that because yeah. in fact I think previously you told me like you get like super anxious when it comes to that type of thing. Anyway. Yeah. So if somehow you did find yourself in a situation where you've you've played a joke on somebody and it ends up like backfiring are Just we talking so... like this level where the person's dead? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you do? I wouldn't be able to live with it. I'd no. have to I'd have to go to the police. Um I'd ha- I, I I I'd have to. If I tried to hide it, yeah. I would not survive. Let's put it that way. I would not be able to live with myself. Yeah. Same I here. Could, like I could not do that. Um. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm sure that the people that like swatted, like when that was a really big thing, like as a joke, mm-hmm. and like it ended up with injury or death or whatever. Like I'm sure that they live with horrible fucking regret and stuff. Yeah, but not regret enough to come forward. I know. It's, that sucks. I I. I don't know. Like, I I also kind of try to think, okay, what is this person's life like? Do they have kids? Do they have, like, what, it was it like one of their best friends or something like that? Oh, I mean, there's so many layers to it. It could be a family member. It could, like, I, to me, yeah, you have to, you have to come forward and tell the truth. But yeah. to some other people, they might be like, okay, well, that will ruin my life. And his life was already ruined because I did this stupid thing. I don't know. Like, I, I don't even know how you would go about prosecuting that, too. Like, right, what is it right. manslaughter? What, what is that? It's, it's accidental homicide, I would imagine. Yeah. 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 insane. Like, it's... And look, this might turn out to be, like, something completely different. But this is my theory, you know? Because it's been five, coming up on five years. Mm-hmm. His family is, like, desperate to find out what's going on. Yeah. And... There, and they're protecting like whoever gave these tips these two tips is protected and i don't know i'm just like why would a random person be named it, it just doesn't make sense to me it doesn't you know? it really doesn't it doesn't just... add up unless it's like someone knew them and he, or maybe it was someone who knew them who like wanted to give them a bad day mm-hmm. like it could be 
either of those scenarios, but I feel like it was someone who knew them. And I also think the family is starting to suspect that too. Cause like, really? Like they're, they're coming out with this big reward. I mean, 10 grand. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money to put up yourselves to be like, we have to find who fucking did this because they ruined our lives. Right. It, it's just a really fascinating story to me. It really is. And, it's just... and there's like more details to it. And when we, when we do, when we post the episode in the Facebook group, which you can get through Patreon, I will post the link to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's also the whole thing about like, okay, uh, police brutality, like needs to like stop, like, um, should not have been like shooting this guy, but that aside, uh, yeah, so that it's like heavier, but it's also just odd. And I want to know the answer. Like yeah. I, it, I want them to have the resolution, but I also want to know myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that kind of reminds me, just speaking of just odd police behavior, I'm wondering how much of the uh, situation here in Chicago uh, regarding police superintendent Eddie Johnson you've heard about. Have you heard anything about this at all? Um, No. Okay. okay. And that's fair. And that's fair because, it, you know, this, this is something that I, I do wonder about from time to time. Just like in Chicago – Today. I will say that I tune out a lot of like Chicago news because yeah. I know that like there's a, a group of people who have decided Chicago is like a cesspool mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. report accordingly because that's yeah. what other people want to hear. Unfortunately, so I don't that can take even be all of those no- like that noise seriously unless yeah. it's from like, I don't know, whatever. So this this is actually um it's pseudo wall of weird worthy just because of the way it all came out. So, um, and, and because of its relation to like just Chicago and places that I'm familiar with in a certain way too. So we, we have, um, Lori Lightfoot is our mayor and she fired police superintendent. Uh, Oh God. Did I just superintendent. Say superin- superintendent. Wow. Superintendent. Okay. Take a shot. I want that title. Uh, <laughs> she no, fired. I love this title. I do. I love that title That's too. The title of our goddamn episode now. So cool. <laughs> superintendent. She fired police superintendent Eddie Johnson effective immediately for intentionally misleading her and the public about his conduct when he was found asleep in his running vehicle at a stop sign after a late weekend out in October. So initially, when the story came out, you know, he was like basically saying that, uh, you know, he was overworked and okay. everything like that. He had been drinking because he was so stressed out, obviously. But that was all that there was to the story. Um, and he said that he was going to uh, step down as superintendent. You know, it was going to be just a slow uh, rollout of, of him transferring his, his responsibilities. But in actuality, um, it came out that he lied about everything that went down. And that's, that's why this is so like jarring because instead of like, uh, you know, resigning as police superintendent, he got fired. Like that rarely goes down right. that way by right. the fucking mayor. He got fired by the mayor because, uh, it turned out that he, uh, sources told Chicago Tribune that the city inspector general's office, which has been investigating the October incident, obtained video footage 
showing Johnson drinking for a few hours on the evening Ooh. of uh, October 16th with a woman who was not his wife at the Series Cafe. We've all the been series, there, am I right? You Ladies, know. Fellows, <laughs> friends, enemies. Series what? Cafe is right across the street from my job. It's a place that we often go to after work, or at least I'm invited to go to that I rarely do. That's where you go with your hose. That's where I go with women that are not my wife, uh, because they're my coworkers. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you better fucking clarify real quick. No, I just, if she yeah. doesn't kill you immediately, I will first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I'm super upfront about everything. That's my so, wife. <laughs> that's my wife. No, we, uh, there's this thing that they have at series called loudmouth soup. Mm. Yeah, which is basically just how you describe the type of so drinks that they serve. That after me, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is how they pour drinks at series. You know, usually you get like a, a cranberry and vodka or something like that, and it's like, all right, here's your glass of cranberry and vodka. Here's a little ice and whatever fruit and straws they put in there. I don't drink much. So <laughs> basically, at series, when you get a drink. What they do is they give you an entire tumbler of vodka and give you a glass of the juice on the side. Yeah. So basically, you have to mix it yourself in your mouth. (laughs) That is a new level of savagery that I'm kind of here for, but also not. Are are the drinks more expensive? Like, how expensive are these drinks? I mean, you know... And this is where my privilege is going to show. Whenever I'm there, I'm not buying drinks because it's on the I house because yeah. of my job. You know, they kind of just, uh, you know, yeah. they, they, they pick so up the So you've never even looked at it? Okay. I've, okay. I've never even looked at it. What's That's the name of the place again? I'm going to look series. it up. <laughs> C-E-R-E-S. Series Cafe. So they don't serve food there, really. They just give you like a, a bowl of popcorn to try to soak up some of the alcohol. Um. I have never. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I googled this, and it's Chicago Magazine four hours ago. Series Cafe Destroyer of Careers, and it's yep. a picture of this guy. Oh my god! And you know what? It is a destroyer of careers because it's not even just his career. I mean, when I call when I call it loudmouth soup, it's because secrets that you want to keep inside of your brain all yeah. of a sudden come out. When you start drinking at series, because the pores are just that heavy. This doesn't sound unique, but if you think about all the dirt and whatnot everybody knows that works in that area in the financial district in Chicago, you have police superintendents coming in there, you have people that control like accounts for huge companies in there, shit gets real. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... I yeah, that just adds to the story in my opinion. Just the fact that like he was there drinking for a few hours, he must have been tore up. Yeah, no they're not letting me it. look at at drinks right now, and I'm very upset about this. <laughs> the food is like upper priced. Yeah, like, yeah, but nobody nobody eats there though. That's what I'm saying. Like they serve food, but gotcha. nobody really eats there. So anyway, everything it's amazing. is like. Name Olo. Sides Olo. Beverages Olo. <laughs> Olo. And I'm like, Olo. I'm it's guessing just, that the, the, the drinks aren't that expensive, though, based off of the menu. They must not be. They must not be. 
I mean, just because people go there to get drunk. I have never Cheers been. Cheers drinks is one of the things you you Google. All right. Yeah, I can. I can imagine that. I've only been as drunk twice in my life as I've been at series. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's real bad. So anyway, I this dude. I I don't drink that much, so I haven't been like drunk. Yeah. Okay. Like this dude got fired. Wait, and I mean, I've been close. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude got fired, and then, and then, twenty other high-ranking officials stepped down after the news came out. Holy shit! So he's got some stuff on them, or they're concerned about their station, or something. But yeah, there's a shakeup happening here in Chicago. And the thing is, is that you know. Johnson wasn't bad at his job, per se. Like, you know, the, the death count, the shootings have gone down year over year oh, under good. his under yeah. his tenure. So, I mean, he's a cop. Fuck the cops, you know, in general. <laughs> but, you know, he wasn't the absolute worst cop in the world. Right. So, yeah, it's there's, there's going to be... It's kind of a, like, be, conflicting thing. Yeah, and, and Mayor Lightfoot... Takes no shit. So she's gonna put somebody. Really important that a guy in that position is is black. Um, I mean, it's always like like I mean that might not even be an appropriate question, but I'm just no, no, it's fine. It's just when it comes to police, that's as 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 all the memes say these days, it just hits differently, you know. Because if you're a black cop, then. This is going to get weird. It's just basically like, it's not the same as like, oh, this person represents the black community. It's like, this person is a police officer. Oh, he's also black. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, there's just so much shit involved in the whole hierarchy and the, and the, the brass, you know, when it comes to being a cop, right. there's so much shit you have to put up with. It, 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 I can understand it making people a little dead inside, you know, to the point where you have to go and drink like that to pass out at a stoplight. Like that's this, the stuff I they've mean, seen, yeah. the stuff they've been through. I, I, I pity it. You know, I pity them for what they have to go through. And I, I understand that it hardens your heart and it hardens your, your soul in a way. But, you know, the outcome is people like Laquan McDonald getting shot. Right. Right. So it's, it's just an interesting perspective on it that I was curious about. Yeah, I mean it's it's that's a whole conversation, and right, I'm not doing it justice yeah. with this little snippet right now. Um, but I mean, versus the alternative, yes, I prefer that the that, that, <laughs> superintendent I guess that's be what black. I was, I yeah. was curious about. It's like okay, yeah. it's like things aren't perfect, but is that the optimal? Yeah, because like, there's that little situation. like sliver of hope, like oh, this person's going to understand a little bit more right, than somebody right. that hasn't been through the experience. You know, that's that's. I mean that it's not necessarily the right comparison, but like that's how I feel about like I would never want a male therapist. Yeah. Because even if like the woman has not been through everything I've been through, she understands what it's like to navigate the world as a woman. Yeah. So like I want a woman as my therapist kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to the funny one. To the funny this one. Be, this will be quick. Okay. So this dog in Essex, um, he is a husky type animal left <laughs> left on his own in a house 
in Stanford Le Hope, I guess is the name of it. I so love it. he turned on a microwave and it was uh, a I don't know why they left a packet of bread rolls in the microwave. <laughs> but they were in the microwave and the owner wasn't home and it caused a small fire. Thank- oh man. Thankfully, everything's okay because the they were alerted to the fire by the app on their mobile phone. Mm-hmm. Fire services got there. Everything's okay. But this goddamn dog. Okay, so this is why I brought this up because people are always like, cats are evil. Cats will kill you and stuff. And I'm like, this fucking dog set their house on fire. Everyone's He's like, a good boy. He didn't know what he was doing. He's still a good boy. Still, did. he just wanted some sausage. That's all. Defender of cats. I love dogs too, but I'm he gonna just, keep defending cats. He just wanted some sausage. He didn't know what he was getting into. He was like, "Oh, the humans push these buttons when they want food to come out." He tried Beep, to burn fucking house down. <laughs> there was no malicious intent by the good pupper. That's all sure. I'm saying. Sure, sure. All right, that's a, that's that, that's the wall of weird. Not like that shifty motherfucker, et. God damn it! <laughs> and this has been the end of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if Lex, if if Lex ever talks to me ever again, I'm yeah. sure she'd tell you to tune in for the next episode of Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Follow us on all the social medias mm-hmm. on the on the Facebooks, the Twitters. Go to LexaMattPod.com for all the links to all of that stuff. You know, contribute to us on Patreon. Yeah. Check out our Threadless shop, I guess, because it's there. Uh, Uh, Patreon, we're going to have a holiday movies episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's coming up. Also, keep your eyes peeled on all those social media accounts because we're going to be doing a holiday giveaway. We're going to tell you guys how to enter on social media, it's going to be fantastic, yep, and I'm at, not going to give you that light con, so don't worry about that. At, no, at Lex and Matt across the board. Yes, 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 yes. So thank you for joining us, folks. We're going to hop on over to the Patreon now to do our mini episode. We've got a lot of good recommendations for holiday films and films you just like to watch at the holidays. Yep. So check us out. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Oh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Sorry. Son of a...